Hey, well, good evening, Moyak family. How are you guys doing? Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are staying safe. We are glad that you have joined us again. Glad to have you here. Have you here on the show. Uh, we got a good one tonight. Calling this one March Madness. We just wrapped up the March online series. We uh, had a great turnout. Good tournament. Saw some big fish. Josh, I mean, what do you think about the March uh, online tournament we just ran? Oh, man, that was crazy. I think that was one of our biggest. Actually, it was our biggest. Well, the online's are pretty new, but in Missouri overall, that's, I think, the second highest monthly score ever. And the size of the fish that were being caught was ridiculous. It was definitely fun to watch. I know that me being a part of it, I know you weren't, but just watching the scores, I mean, just on a daily basis was fun to see and, and, and watch guys catch <laughs> catch some big fish. Tonight, uh, we've got two guys with us. We are going to go through our top two finishes for the March online series. We have Richie Lockery with us. Just to go over a brief bio, um, he's a five-time KBF National Championship qualifier. He's been to the TOC qualifier. Uh, before Hobie three times. Um, he has three second-place finishes, numerous top-ten finishes. His personal best bass is a 23-and-three-quarter largemouth bass, uh, which he just recently caught. Richie, man, how are you doing tonight? I am doing just fine. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well, man. Glad to have you here on the show. Tell us about you, man. Where are you from? Uh, what do you? I mean, what do you do for a living? How long and how long have you been fishing from a kayak? Uh, I currently reside in Hollister, Missouri, near Branson. I've uh, been here in this area r- roughly 25 years. Uh, I'm a full-time mechanic, uh, mainly heavy equipment, diesels. Uh, little, I play with automotive stuff on the side. Kayak fishing started out in California. The everything's expensive in California, so boats was kind of out of the question. So I went to Dick's and found a trophy uh, 126 sit-in, which was a requirement of the lake I commonly fished, and uh, and started from there. Uh, moved back to Missouri in 2010. Uh, continued to fish out of that kayak pretty much up until 2000, mid 2000, well, late 2014. Uh, Josh mentioned the the one event we went up to up in Iowa. It was the Pony Creek event near Council Bluffs. And uh, that was the last event I actually fished out of that kayak. Uh, I then moved up to a emotion stealth 11 angler uh and actually competed out of it for the next four years uh and then my needs for kayak changed and uh i was presented with the opportunity to get into a, a feel free uh 13 and a half uh, lure and so i jumped on it and have been fishing out of it for the last two years uh can be a little difficult to paddle in the wind. Uh, I've tossed around the idea of a trolling motor on and off. I've actually got two 
So, Richie, have you ever had a tournament finish like that before where you've caught fish like that so quickly? I mean, you were only on the water a few days, weren't you? Can you tell us about that? So, March Madness, I was on, technically I had four days on the water. Uh, I was on, I was on the water the very first day of the month. I seen some fish follow swim baits, missed one or two that mouthed the seven, eight inch glide baits, but they just weren't eating it that day. Life distracted me a little bit. And that last, well, third week, I looked at the weekly forecast, told my boss on Monday that I was going to take Thursday off to go fishing, and she was good with that. Got on the water Thursday morning, uh, set up on a, a prime spot that I've fished for the last several years, and uh, went to swinging away with a six-inch magdraft uh, paddle tail. Second and third cast caught fish. So back-to-back -back casts with the six-inch, and last year in the same area, I had a pretty bomb day uh, where I caught 94 and three-quarter inches uh, for my best five fish out of 10 that I caught in 40 minutes. And uh, and at that that day, I did not have the eight-inch ver same version of that bait with me, but I did this time and so i caught the two back to back on the six sat it down picked up the eight uh second or third cast with the eight hooked up full bendo on the hook set kayak nose dragging around <clears throat> winching the fish in perfect headshot in the net scoop it up and i've got a toad between my feet uh and so that's that's your pb correct by weight by weight not by inches the that one went that was the 23 incher okay uh if you you can compare the photos you can definitely tell it's much more girthier than the the 23 and three quarter land the 23 get some photos get a little release video go back at it nothing nothing for 30 minutes i've disturbed mama made the whole school mad thought i'd I pulled up my anchors went on fishing some other areas thought i'd let the spot rest come back to it came back an hour later or so made about 15 20 casts nothing so that, I'm sitting there, three fish. I was like, all right, I might have to scale back down and go go flip some cover. I got around a bunch of submerged timber and found one lay down that uh, was holding a lot of a smaller fish. Uh, I stayed in one spot, fished about a 10-foot circle, and caught eight 15- to 17-inch fish in about 20 minutes. I looked to my left and there was a little two, three inch stick up out of the water. Pitched jig over there. Hop, hop, tick. Set the hook, full bendo, and it moves like an inch. Go to cranking on it and it goes to moving. 
So I just keep cranking on it. I've got that fish, that jig hook got her square in the roof of her mouth, and I was cranking her in so hard, I got her mouth pinned open and her body pinwheeling. <laughs> and again, had net, I had net ready on the deck, scooped her up head first, 23 and three quarter inches. <laughs> There's been a whole lot of rumors going around about where you caught that fish. You going to share that information? Caught it in Taney County, Missouri. Taney County, Missouri. On the White River chain. Yeah. I think that would explain why that's been getting pretty busy lately, too. And with uh, Angler of the Year points at stake, uh, we'll, we'll keep stuff hushed till the end of the year, I guess. <laughs> oh man i mean you gotta think about it it's true they still gotta catch them man i mean anybody can throw you know throw what you're throwing but they still gotta catch them and that's the thing a lot of people are not comfortable with throwing a four ounce piece of plastic that's eight inches long all right on what's your plans for this season too you got anything are you going to be traveling to any tournaments, or what all trails are you going to be fishing? Well, Moyak is is definitely feature on the itinerary. Um, I played around with the idea of maybe traveling to some of the closer uh, bass events. Uh, maybe either one of the isn't Hobie and Bass doing the lacrosse tournaments. Yeah, they're both having one up at Lacrosse in July and August. Yeah, I've been interested in those. I've got a buddy that's a different lake, but Malax, and goes up there and just slays on four and five and six pounds smallmouth. And well, yeah, Malax is a whole other animal than being up on the Upper Mississippi. Those are yeah. two different. Those are apples yeah. and oranges. Just, just the, just the region notion of of big smallmouth um but uh that's that's an idea uh but at least if not compete for the live uh moyak aoi at least get the three in so i can hit the all-american definitely interested in doing that i missed that old toc uh that was always fun going down there and seeing everyone. Uh, and and that was really, that was my first big kind of championship, big gathering of every, all, all the kayak anglers that I'd been friends with the year or two prior to going there and getting to meet everybody in person and swapping stories. And <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, speaking of stuff like that, I mean, uh, is there a a specific type of gear that you prefer to use or would you like to talk a little bit about your sponsors and what they've done to help you and maybe some of the gear you rely on to be successful in these tournaments? Oh yeah. Um, and speaking of that first tournament champions, uh, Bo, the week before that tournament, Bo had put out a, like a, a sponsored spotlight of this boomerang retrieval device. And, I threw my hand up in the post and, and, and then met with him when I got down there and he handed me these, uh, a rod end 
retrofit kits had these hard plastic floats on them and and I, I looked it up and, and seen what it was, and I was like, oh, that's pretty damn neat. I mean, if I drop my rot in the water and it goes to sinking, I can get it back. Kind of decided that the uh, the whole boomerang deal, there was there was a, some conflict or something, I think. It was four years ago now uh, with the name, so we went with Savior Outdoors. And it's it, it essentially stands for Save Your Stuff. Uh, save your rod, save your GoPro, save your fishing bow. How long have you been with Savior? I've been with Savior since October uh, 2015. This will be going on year five. Yeah, they've been a good supporter of Moyak as well, too. We're really happy to have them on board as a sponsor. Uh, Richie, is there anything else you want to add before we talk to Jeff? We got Jeff Hook on here, the guy who came in number second or in second place in the online tournament so um is you know what would you like to see moving forward and you got anything else you want to add for the monthlies having a whole month long to fish discover your local waters i'm gonna go play on table rock this month honestly uh just try to figure out that water uh but I mean, you've got a whole month of fish for these monthlies, and I know guys have a lot of opportunities with close waters because we've got great water all over this state, and uh, there's plenty of time to try and get a full limit of 17, 18, 19, 20 inch fish, and. Uh, have confidence in your areas have confidence in the baits you're using sweet man i got just one last question for you well, i think we got jeff hook on here and he's ready to go too um i just want to ask you what tournament are you looking forward to most this year i could look forward towards taney if the water conditions line up uh we've had terrible tournaments Montaney later in the summer in past years uh, because of the lack of water generation. If we get normal level or higher, we could be looking at uh, a stringer of, of limits like we did in last month's monthly in one day. That that would be uh, that would be really cool to see on a a live tournament, a live event. I wouldn't put it beyond on a, on a really good day on Taney if someone could get on them. If a lot of guys could get on them, the top five could all be in the 90s. A lot of people underestimate Taney Como. I mean, there's some. it's been one of my favorite lakes to fish once I started the Moyak series, and I, I realized it wasn't just a trout lake. And so I'm like, wow, there's some awesome fish down there. I've caught some big bass on Taney Como. Even though, oh wait, we're not supposed to be talking about Taney Como, are we? <laughs> Richie, congrats, dude, on on March, man. That's that's awesome to see. You know, for for the rest of 2020, I hope you uh, have more success. But I mean, you 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 caught him, man. You you put a you put a good score up there. Our uh, our next guest, um, he finished right behind him. A good stick. Um, I've watched this guy in a in camo. Uh, which is another club here in Missouri. 
He's done well lately. He's done well in online stuff. He's got uh, 26 total tournaments on Tourney X, uh, two third-place finishes, three second-place finishes, and three first-place finishes, which is pretty cool. Uh, personal best bass um, on, in a tournament has been um, 21 and a half inches. Uh, largemouth bass. He's from Clinton, Missouri. Like I said, he's finished second in our March monthly. Uh, Jeff Hook. Jeff, man, how are you? I'm doing real good. How are you guys doing? Oh, doing well, doing well, man. Tell us about uh, your March. Tell us you know, a little bit about you, where you're from, who you are. All right. All right. Well, uh, I, I live in Clinton, Missouri, so Truman Lake is in my, my backyard. Um, as for uh, fishing and stuff, I, I've been fishing my whole life around locally. Uh, a couple years ago, I just got into kayak bass fishing. Um, after the first uh, year or so, I messed up on so many tournaments that I didn't know what I was doing. So I, I, I went to some clubs and finally learned a little bit about what the what in the world to do and when to do it. And I started being more successful with uh, submitting fish and and uh, and putting fish on the board. I mean, a lot of people don't realize how easy it is for fish to jump right off the board. Yeah, it's one of the hardest things in kayak tournaments. That I don't think people realize. I mean, catching the fish is yeah, it's a fun challenge, but uh, taking a picture of that fish is a part two of that challenge. Absolutely. Absolutely. I really struggled with it my first year. And, uh, and as you know, as you, as you keep practicing that, even if you're not in a tournament, the time, you know, practice, 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 practice. It's the only way you're gonna, you're gonna get them to calm down. Of course, I string them and let them swim around for a while, but you gotta get them to calm down, get them on the board and, and take multiple photos, man. I can't, can't express that enough. Yeah, once you get into a little routine, it may take a little bit, but once you get that pattern figured out, it's it, it, it runs pretty smooth. It works out pretty easy. I agree. I agree. Once once you've put so many fish on the board, it's like it's like you know you know you're going to get that fish, and that fish is going to go in the in the stringer. You know, it's you're going to put it on the board and post it. Um, from Clinton, uh, Truman Lake, like I said, in my backyard, uh, it's a great fishery, uh, great for fishing for bass, crappie, and, and other fish. Uh, mainly, I just stick with the crappie and the bass, but real excited, real excited for this All-American Kayak Classic to come up here in November in my backyard. I'll, I'll really, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, we're going to bring a lot of attention to Truman Lake. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Truman's been kind of uh, flying under the radar for the past, oh, I don't know, 10 years. It used to be one of the major stops on the Bassmaster Trail, and now it's been turned into kind of like, oh, it's just a crappie lake. But uh, I've been seeing and hearing and talking to some of the locals, and the bass fishing there is, is really good. It's one of the best in the state, and that's saying a lot. Absolutely, absolutely. Camo had their uh, Camo had their championship here last year in October. Uh, finished real well on that one. Yeah, I think they had like that was like the highest uh, total of inches for their season, wasn't it, up there on Sherman? It was a, well, I think so. I think it was the most number of fish, but it was also a two day event. Awesome, awesome. 
How long? Uh, how long have you been fishing from a kayak, Jeff? Well, believe it or not, I've been fishing from a kayak for uh, probably ten years, but mostly doing, like I said, crappie fishing and stuff like that. It was uh, two years ago. A buddy of mine's son was getting into fishing. I, I don't know if it was for school or something like that. And we just happened to go down to Stockton, and I was helping them pre-fish for for bass for a tournament because I used to I used to bass fish out of a bass boat uh, fifteen years ago. Well, I caught two or three bass, and let me tell you, it took place, and here we go again. So, no bass boat this time, just only kayaks. Uh, uh, really, really, I've only been tournament fishing for two years, but man, I really, really like it. What are you? Uh, what kind of kayak are you fishing out of right now? I have uh, a pair of kayaks. I have a Bonafide SS one twenty seven and a Bonafide SS one hundred seven. I used the smaller one kind of as a as a pocket boat, if you will. I uh, throw it in the back of the truck, and if I have to drag it a quarter of a mile, that's the boat. That's the boat. My uh, my big boat, my one twenty seven, is motorized. Um, all the bells and whistles weighs a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you mentioned the pocket boat. Uh, I think a lot of guys that are getting into these online tournaments are realizing that sometimes you may find a good spot, but it ain't very accessible. And you might want that lighter, smaller kayak just to get back in there and get in those waters. Because you know, part of the part of the online challenge is getting out there and finding these secret spots. And so I thought that was funny. Sometimes you need that pocket boat to get out there and get to those special spots. Absolutely. It seems like in the in the smaller reservoirs, the smaller bodies of water, you know, the water heats up faster. The fish move to the beds quicker. So I'm at Truman's huge. <laughs> and let me tell you, it's dirty, muddy and it's high right now. So, hey, if I can find a smaller body of water, 200 acres, 300 acres, 400 acres or even even 80 acres, if I can find something like that, that's where I'm going to spend my time and uh really work it hard you know and you can you know smaller bodies of water you can cover more area you can cover it you can cover it once with one bait and you can go around again and cover it again yeah we got a lot of those here in missouri we're really blessed to have a lot of water like that oh absolutely the mdc really takes care of us too you know i mean there's i mean there's boat ramps at these places it's well, last couple of places I've been to, there's been bass boats on there, you know, 300 acre lakes, 400 acre lakes, seven bass boats. But there's only one kayaker, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, Jeff, uh, you know, we watched the, the march play out and uh, Jared uh, Fosno came out. He came out hot. You know, I think I've ran into you guys up there at Upper Everhart's before and and. Uh, what did how hard of a time did he give you once you uh you passed him on the leaderboard well i kind of did that last minute so he wouldn't really know that i did it uh, we always me and him is always head to head um in competition he had a really really good start to the month let me tell you i struggled there at the beginning i uh I fished and fished and fished and fished and finally it turned on there at the end of the month for me thank goodness and I did, I tell, like everybody, hey, go find new water because if you're not catching them, if you're not catching them after multiple trips, you, you got to move on. So that's what I did. I moved on to a few new, few new spots, 
tried some new water I've never fished before. Uh, actually done it this month too. Moved on to a couple of new holes and really found some good fish and eager to get back over there when the weather finally gets back to normal. Seems like I'm on cold fronts. I know. I think that cold front just came through today and shut everything down. I'm sitting down. I'm on tourney X right now, and I'm looking at your big bass at 21 and a quarter. That thing is almost as fat as and wide as it is long. Man, yeah. those fish are ready to spawn, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Did you, I mean, and did you see the photos of them? I, I weighed both fish, the 21 and a half or 20 and a half. I can't remember what you said. That fish actually weighed five pounds, nine ounces. I That's had a 19 crazy. and three quarter that weighed six one. Oh, it's a chunk. I mean, that's crazy. They were so thick. That's ridiculous. They're true footballs. Yeah, if if someone hasn't looked at that photo, that that nineteen and three quarter you have, you know, you've got your hand wrapped around it, and you can just see, you know, that it's it's lower body just kind of, you know, pushing away. It's you can tell it's a chunk. It's ready to use out, man. It's about to pop. Yeah, yeah, and what I love about the catch photo release is getting them right back in the water to get them right back on the beds that they were sitting on. There's not enough said about that. You know, talking about new water and and, and fishing places that you haven't been before, uh, what do you have planned for the the 2020 season? Besides, um, I'm assuming that you might fish some moyak and some camo. Uh, what else do you have going on this year besides those two? And and I mean, what are your plans for this year? Well, um, this year I'm not really going to go for a points race. I uh, camo I finished top of the points last year, and. Uh, I'm just gonna kind of jump around from trail tournaments, the ones I really want to fish. Um, of course, I've, I've got a, a pass to the KBF National Championship down in Gunnersville, so I'm gonna hit that one. And I'm like I said, man, I'm really looking forward to the one right here on Truman Lake. Uh, it's gonna be a busy, busy day, busy couple days. I mean, it's gonna be just lights out. Well, yeah, it's gonna be huge. I mean. I- we're, we're looking at numbers that I don't even want to predict right now. It's, it's going to be ridiculous. That's good. We got, we got plenty of water to support it. Uh, man, we got four, five different arms of the lake that's ready for it. Uh, you want clear water? We got clear water. You want mud? We got mud. I mean, I'm not going to tell you where I'll be, but I know a few spots. I mean, come on, man. I mean, <laughs> No way, no GPS locations, no waypoints. Come on. Yeah, well, I tell you what, Grand River's a long arm, and I'll be somewhere probably on Grand River. <laughs> oh man, well, there's a clue for everybody right there. So, I mean, if you want, I mean, what was it? Was were they all on beds that you were catching them on, or or was it kind of sporadic? Or I mean, what was what was your pattern? Well, last month, yes, um, the fish I were catching were very shallow. Um, I, the water down here is not clear enough to see. I mean, you can't see them sitting on the beds. So, so basically, I tell you what, I, I love throwing a chatterbait. I mean, pure and simple, that's what I throw this time of year. Man, it's fire. It's fire right now. It just works. I don't get it, but it just works. You put that thing up on top and it's leaving a wake. And let me tell you, they just can't stand it, and they they take it. Um, yeah, you don't even have to set the hook; they're just there. They just 
Yeah, yeah, those uh, two fish of the, from this month that we spoke about a minute ago, man, they're both chatterbait fish, both in four to six inches of water. I'm surprised I couldn't see them as white as they were. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they just boiled up on it, choked it. I mean, that was pretty, that's pretty much the exact same pattern that I used on Lake Fork during the BASS event not too long ago. Almost identical. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, it's, it's, it's just a fun, it's a fun pattern and you can see them come up and actually take it just like, just like summertime frogging, summertime throwing a buzz bait. I mean, they just, yeah, they, it's like a wake bait almost. Yeah. Love it. So, uh, and you know, we've gone over this with, with Richie and, and this is what we're calling our shameless plug. I mean, uh, do you have any sponsors? Um, if you don't, do you have any dream sponsors that you'd like to work with? Well, I have uh, one sponsor and that's Everhart Outdoors here in Clinton, Missouri. Uh, Gary Clote and Jared Fosno down there and, and the rest of the crew, man, they're great people. They'll work with you. Um, they sell two burns boats as of right now. I don't know if they're planning on adding any more, but uh, new canoe and bonafide what they have on the floor right now. I fished out of both. Now, I heard a rumor they're about to add a new line, though. I'm not really sure, but I heard something. Yeah, I've, I've heard something, too. I'm not going to let no cats out of any bags, but I have heard something. Uh, but anywho, on the... On the boats, man, they, they really take care of people on, on the on the new canoes, on the bonafides. If you need any kind of work done, they're, they're your people to do it. Uh, really, really, uh, really take care of people, whether it's whether it's fishing poles, guns, rifles, <laughs> whatever you need, man. It's, it's a redneck's dream. Yeah, it is. It's, you can get anything you need right there. You don't have to go to the big stores. And they've been a huge supporter of Moyak, too. Definitely want to give Gary and Jared a big shout out at Everhart's. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good people. Jeff, if you could have one dream sponsor, who would it be? Oh man, I don't even know. I think I think the man that makes the jackhammer. <laughs> I told you uh, I, I really like the man. Oh man, Z-Man is, yeah, that's the only kind of plastic I throw is Z-Man because one, it's affordable and two, it lasts forever. <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm kind of a penny pitcher. So when it comes to throwing baits, I don't like to catch one fish per bait. I like to catch multiple fish per bait. So I use the Z-Man, all Z-Man stuff on plastics and man, that jackhammer, I tell you, <laughs> it just does them dirty. No, it does. It's a, it's a great bait. Uh, I last year was the first year that I started throwing a chatter bait, and I ended up catching my PB on it as well. And it it's hard to put down. You pick it up, and and it's just it's a tough one to put down. It's it's, I mean, from you know simple to advanced. I mean, you can throw it however you want. You know, it's pretty cool to to see that. I mean, Z Man has definitely knocked it out of the park with that bait. Yeah, Absolutely. It's, it's definitely one of those lures, especially this time of the year in early spring, water temperatures in those 50s and low 60s. If you just want to sit there and just chuck that jackhammer all day, you're going to catch fish. I mean, it works. Absolutely. You're going to put five fish in the boat regardless. You know, I mean, it's a limit. You can make 100 casts to get those fish, but they will come. Absolutely. 
Well, Jeff, man, thank you so much for coming on tonight and, and congrats on your March monthly. Hope to see more of you. And I think you're doing pretty well in the April, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Is that is that right? I'm in the I was last time I checked, I thought it was around third. But but man, there's some <laughs> there's some big fish in April. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 sitting in third place right now. You got a ninety-three and a quarter inches. Hey, I'm 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 happy to have that good a start month, and maybe I can carry her on through to the end and be on here one more time. Heck yeah! I mean, with eighty-two anglers in this online, it's going to pay out eight spots anyway. So you looking good, buddy? Absolutely. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate having me on. And uh, yeah, good luck. We'll get out on the water sometime and just do them all dirty. I appreciate it, Jeff. Thank you much, man. Josh, let's get into um, let's get into some announcements. You know, just like we talked about, Jeff sitting in uh, third place for the April monthly. Uh, Jim Harding, uh, Dorman Huey, Dorman sitting one, Jim's sitting two. I know for a fact those guys are fishing together, but they're still catching them. It's it's fun to watch. Josh, what's our uh, our first live event? It's still still uh, Lake of the Ozarks as of right now. Yep, as of right now, we're still looking at Lake of the Ozarks being our first event on uh, May 16th. I signed up, I guess, in the last week for the Missouri Bracket Online Championship. Um, I'm excited about that. Josh, tell us about that tournament and what, what's the plan for it? Yeah, you know, with everybody being cooped up right now, we've had to really kind of reevaluate the whole first part of this season. It, I mean, it's happening all across the country with all the clubs and all the other big trail series. So we're just trying to come up with new ways and unique ways for anglers to get out there and have fun. Um, so I saw this actually and joined one of these as a national bracket tournament. Um, and I thought it was a brilliant idea. So I decided that I think that we could get enough people in Missouri to do the exact same thing. Um, it's basically a March Madness style tournament, just like in the, the college basketball. Um, we're going to... Once everybody signs up, everybody's going to be randomly generated a ranking and a region, and we're going to do a one-on-one. -on -one. It's going to start on May 2nd, I think. Is that right? May 2nd or May 3rd? The first Saturday of May. Yeah, May 2nd. Um, that's when we're going to start the first round. So that's going to be one versus one. Losers go home, winners advance. One-day tournament. So... It's going to be pretty cool, and it's going to be fun to follow along and watch, too, because you don't know who you're going to be matched up against, um, and then you're going to just you know go against one person, and if you win, you advance and go against one more person. We'll go all the way till the, you know, the big eight, the final four, and then we'll do a, championship, a spring champion. And all, all of these are going to be on, on Missouri waters, correct? Yeah, Missouri public waters for the entire state of Missouri. And anyone is welcome to participate. There's no membership. It's, you know, it's, it, you don't have to be part of MOYAC to join in. You don't even have to live in Missouri to join in, but you do have to fish in Missouri. And and all the fees are, are just, or the, the cost is just covering the fees for Tourney X and all that, correct? Yeah, that's right. The $10 is basically just going to, it was, I didn't really want to charge anything, but we still got to cover some expenses. Um, so we've got some really cool sponsor products we're going to give out omtc we're going to give away a 50 dollars gift card for that we've also got uh savior outdoors you know we talked about them earlier with richie we're going to give away one of those uh retrieval devices as well to the winner 
But basically, you know, you're talking about some bragging rights. It's only a $10 entry fee. It's, it's kind of just for fun, something to do. If you can get out on a Saturday, this might be something you might want to consider doing. I mean, it might not be for everybody, but I think it'll be fun time. Yeah, it definitely sounds like a great time. And, and you know, those the, the sponsor stuff that you're giving away, you know, that leads us right into our highlights for this, for this segment or this episode. Ozark Mountain Trading Company. I know I've been there a couple times. They've got some great stuff for kayakers. Uh, whether you're fishing, whether you just want to get out on the water. Talk about them, Josh. Talk about what they've done for us. Uh, OMTC has been uh, working with us for many years now, and they're one, they're one of the region's main kayak d- distributors and dealerships. I think we've got, you know, we have, there's, there's two OMTC, a couple OMTC locations in Missouri and Arkansas. I mean, we've got Extreme Sports and Scuba in Joplin. There is the OMTC in uh, o- Ozark. And then we've got, you know, Everhart's up there in Clinton. So, you know, they're just another one of the great kayak dealerships in our area that have supported Moyak, and we really appreciate that. And, you know, they've been a – I don't think anybody that's ever bought a kayak from them has a complaint. So, I mean, they're a legitimate – locally owned family company and that's one of the things we like supporting and we love it when they support us back yeah great shop they're always helpful every time i've been in there uh, speaking of them you know they carry all yakitech's products yakitech is also one of our sponsors if you have been in a kayak for any time you more than likely have heard of yakitech i know for me personally um, i use their black pack i've got one of their roto grips a cup holder i've got their net they just have some awesome products for kayak anglers, whether you're fishing, whether you're whatever you're doing. I mean, they've got just stuff that, that you may not even realize you need. They're, their website's awesome. They make some great products. I mean, what have they done for us, Josh? Uh, once again, they've donated a ton of product for us to give away at raffles at each tournament. Everyone that shows up at each tournament is going to get a raffle ticket, and uh, Yak Attack is going to be one of the biggest product giveaways we're going to have this year. Like like we did last season, if you were with us last year, we had a ton of Yak Attack products. Um, really excited about them coming on board again. They're also going to be sponsoring the All-American Tournament and be providing some good stuff with that. And it was like you said earlier, I mean, if you're in a kayak, you're, you're probably using one of their products. Uh, I, I use the switchblade transducer mount that goes right to my rail system and just bolts on real quick. It's really easy to pick up and put on. I, I love that product. So, yeah, really happy to have Yak Tech on board, and they're a, a big part of the kayak community. Yeah, and our third sponsor, uh, Gator Guards. I, I know for me personally, I probably drag my kayak too much. And I have actually been looking at some of these Gator Guards. I have not got one, but I need to get one for the kill of my boat. They they make a great product. Uh, they uh, they've done they're they're giving away some stuff as at, at our terms as well, right? Yeah, the, uh, yeah, they are as well too. We'll be giving away some of those. And honestly, you know, my opinion is if you don't have a Gator Guard keel guard on your kayak, you're you're just damaging your kayak. And I would be saying this if they were not even a sponsor or a partner of Moyak, period, because I've tried out several keel guards. Even on my very first kayak, I would go up to the boat ramp 
and you know you grind your front end on that boat ramp every time you come up there you're grinding all that weight on concrete if you do that over and over and over again you eventually start to wear that polyethylene down or you know whatever your kayak's made out of so you have to be you know aware of that and the the gator guards give you a layer of protection to where i mean you can't help it it's going to happen you know you, you cannot always protect the front nose of your keel you know it's going to grind it's going to hit some rocks it's going to hit something so having that layer of protection there is really good and these aren't no ordinary keel guards this is not no you know gorilla tape or something you just stick on there these things are cured with uv rays that you really need to put on carefully you need to follow the instructions well and if you do it's going to give you an amazing layer of protection i've been using them for three years now and um i, I won't use anything else i think it's the it's the best keel protection out there for any kayak angler period last year i won some jigs i won i won a hat I'm trying to think what else I won in the raffles. Oh, I, I won one of those feel-free bags one time at Taney Como, I believe. Oh, those bags are awesome. Yeah, they are. But the one thing that I wanted that I did not win was one of them Gator Guards. I was like, man, I want one of those Gator Guards. And I just I just need to break down and buy one. They're not cheap, but they I mean, they seem like they're great quality. Oh, they are. I think you can get the basic patch. And you can also you know, get a square and cut it into strips. You know, you can make it any shape you want. And so you can cut it down with a pair of scissors and fit it to whatever you need. So you can buy one patch and, and split it up and get a couple patches out of it for, you know, 15, 20 bucks. Not too bad. That's cool, man. I need to look into that. And that, like I said, that was the one thing that I, I did not walk away with last year that I hopefully maybe this year, maybe I'll get one, one of them greater guards. Yeah, we'll be giving them away this year, too. That's exciting, man. That's exciting. I am ready, like everybody else, to get back to normal, and and hopefully by the time we get this out to you guys, it'll it'll be slowly coming around. Uh, thanks to Jeff, uh, Richie, thank you guys for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, we're glad that you guys did so well for the March monthly. Um, April's in full swing. You got the Missouri Bracket Online Championship going on. Uh, Lake of the Ozarks is right around the corner, guys. We got plenty of stuff. Uh, coming up that it's it's exciting to to hear about um i know uh right now it's it's really tough to be um excited about anything with with what's going on but as i think as long as we stay positive i think it's going to be a great year um i've been looking forward to 2020 until then i guess we'll see everybody on may 16th at lake of the ozarks sounds good man thanks everybody for joining us um and we will talk to you guys later